Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Ray and Tay Today. Talking sports with friends. Ella, just talk about sports. Here it is, y'all. We're on the air. Sit on the sofa, throw your hands in the air. We're talking sports so you can come on and listen. NFL predictions, what you're missing, nothing. We got you covered for college football, too. Every fantasy football. Friday, you could get... Hello, hello, and welcome to the show. You're listening to Ray and Tay today, and I'm Ray Tall Rayside. And I'm Tay, Eric Taylor. It is a Friday Ray, let's jump right into it. We're social. Everyone knows Twitter, Instagram, iTunes, YouTube, TuneIn. 35-14, I think I thought it would be closer. But Aaron Rodgers, four touchdowns. It seems like he's warming up, right? Each week he's gotten a little bit better. The team, though, is very banged up. Two questions. Do you think... They have major concerns, obviously, with the offensive line, running backs, and the Bears at the point where it's time to go to young Mitchell or Mitch Trubisky. So, you know, you and I differ on this. I'm all about holding the clipboard is not bad, especially for a few weeks. And, by the way, this Bears team could have and should have beat the – Atlanta Falcons in week one. So they're not that bad. They were outplayed and they kind of played a dud last night. But, you know, Green Bay is a tough place to play. And they, frankly, they, they were they were close in the first half. So I don't think it's – Plus they have a ton of injuries. They have no wide receivers, right? Poor right. Bears. They have no wide receivers. So you're actually setting the quarterback up to fail. So in that respect, I don't want to have him start his career like now I do mean David Carr. Uh, David Carr – <laughs> Rather, I would like to see him come in on a high note. So if you do believe Mitchell Trubisky is your future, you can wait a few weeks. Mike Lennon's playing just fine. It's not Mike Lennon's fault that, you know, that you're losing these games. So, no, I don't think it's time for Mike Lennon yet. And, yes, I'm concerned about the Packers. We talked about this before the game. The games are too difficult, and they're getting hurt left and right. So, yes, I am concerned for the Packer Nation. Yeah, I kind of agree with you, but I disagree with the mobility because Glennon is stuck in mud. And we know in 2017, your quarterback needs to be somewhat mobile, and he's not. And cats are coming on the corner faster, stronger than ever, straight up, you know, EPMD style. And Trubisky – You got to get bigger, better, faster. I don't mind sitting for a couple of weeks, but at some point, Ray, the clipboard is not enough. And he actually looked promising in preseason. And I know you paid Glennon a lot of money, so maybe I will give him a couple more weeks. But I think at the end of the day, you learn more on the field, and then the team will learn that they can't bring him back uh, next year. And, you know, they'll move on from Glennon, get a, you know, Hoyer or somebody as a backup and let Trubisky, you know, catch the reins. So we'll see how it goes. But you're right, the Packers, oof. And prayers go out to Devontae Adams. I don't think Trevathan was being um, malicious with the hit, Ray, but I do think he might need to get a suspension only because forward progress was pretty much stopped 
and he came in and the hit, I don't think it meant to be that violent, but it was that violent, and he shouldn't have just come in like that or at all. Yeah, 100%. Uh, I agree with you. I don't think he was trying to hurt him. I don't think he was trying to knock him out of the game. I think he was trying to put a big hit on him like defenders are known to do. But you know what? In this day and age where they're so big and they're so fast and they're so strong, you can't hit a guy when, when he's wrapped up. I mean, that's, he's, he's really defenseless. So, and maybe you know, the refs need to blow the whistle a little faster, you know? That's, that's a whole other side you of saw, it. You saw that he got the flag, but it was only after the reaction by the Packers. Right. You saw that, right? It was a yeah. late flag. Yeah, no, it gets silly with the, the, the late reaction, you know, but that was a that was a rough-looking hit, right? The way his mouth guard popped out, I was like, oh, goodness. I mean, it was instant. Oh, before we get on to the Rams and Cowboys and start the NFL picks, Ray, we got to give a salute to Tony Romo, who has come in and is not just brilliant as a color guy, now, he might start to annoy Jim Nance because I think he's a little too talkative. But, Ray, he breaks down the game. He makes Phil Sims look like a child because he's giving us insight that I feel like we've never had. He's predicting plays. I mean, all types of plays, where they're going to go. But he's showing, you know, different facets of the game that are just so – I think he's brilliant. I mean, everybody's been giving him kudos, but we got to give him kudos too, Ray. I'm yeah, you could see why you could see why Jerry Jones loved this guy, and he had such a hard time accepting the fact that Dak Prescott is the future. I mean, it's, he's a, he's a really knowledgeable, you know, talented football player, and it's, and it's transforming himself into a you know quite a, a booth analyst. Definitely. Well, the Rams are going to Dallas. Last two preseason games, uh, two preseasons. Uh, Cowboys have gone to the Rams in their stadium or whatever. Look, Cowboys are favored by eight and a half. Um, we know the owners are good friends, and Cronky owes Jerry Jones a lot. I think on the field, the Rams have got a lot to bring to the Cowboys. This is going to be a sneaky overtime close game. I'm going to say just because I think Dez and Ezekiel and Dak their, you know, big three are warm. Their triplets are warming up, right? And Demarcus Lawrence looks like he's unstoppable. I think Goff and the boys will lose in a shootout. But Watkins, Gurley, and Goff are some legitimate triplets. So I'm going to say my fantasy stud is actually going to be Jason Witten, He's going to wake up, get a touchdown, and get Has more he hitting Jason Witten? Yeah, I'm going with the old vet. He's going to get six balls and a touchdown. Zeke and Gurley will cancel each other out. They'll both get 80 to 90, maybe each get a touchdown. But I'm going 31-30. Cowboys and the Rams cover the spread. But the Cowboys win the game in a shootout, close game. So I think the Rams have been putting up a lot of points, but I don't think they're that good. So I actually think the Cowboys, they're that good on offense, I should say. They're, they, they, you know, they have their moments on defense, although they've been so inconsistent for a good defense. They've given up a lot of points. Uh, Rams, I think, are going to fall a little bit short. I think the Cowboys are going to find a way to uh, at least contain Gurley, and then uh, Sammy Watkins is going to be uh, have a pedestrian game. So I think the Cowboys win – time of possession, and they win the game 
Sammy Watkins, the Lions, in the Battle of the Norris Division. Both teams 2-1. and one. The Packers, you know, got the early start with their win. Look, this is almost like a rivalry week in the NFL, and I would say the Lions-Vikings is going to be a good one. But I don't think Case Keenum is going to be able to handle Ziggy Ansah and the boys. The Lions barely lost to the Falcons. I think they win this game, and I think Golden Tate goes off. Well, actually, Marvin Jones goes off because I think Xavier Rose will hold Kate, uh, Tate down. Um, Amir Abdullah will be my fantasy stud. And I think the Lions win a, a pretty close game. Dalvin Cook will definitely eat, uh, I'll say, 27-23 Lions win in Minnesota. I like that. I think that at some point, Matt Stafford, the 5,000-yard quarterback, is going to come out. And this might just be the week. Minnesota's got a tough secondary. Uh, they can play, but I do think that eventually he'll break out. So I like Matt Stafford for a big game, 350 and three touchdowns. Woo! The Tennessee Titans at the Texans. Look, Mariota, Deshaun Watson. Um, this this is going to be a really good game. Titans on the road are favored by a point and a half. Um, it's really a toss-up to me. Um, I want to say because Will Fuller is back, it will open things up, but it's his first week back. I think he's going to need another week. And the Titans have been playing really good defense. I think they're going to go to Houston, and I think they actually pull this one out because this is the, uh, the division battle that I don't even know if home field will matter because they play in a similar fashion, except that the Titans are a little bit more rough on their running game. Lamar Miller hasn't gotten going yet. So I'm going to say my boy Delaney Walker eats. Mariota has no interceptions, uh, three touchdowns. Deshaun does similar. Titans win the game 30-26 points. Wow. See, I don't think that many points will be scored. The thing with Tennessee, they're a very good team. They're not explosive, though, so they won't run away from the Texans. And any time the Texans can stay close, and Watt and Clowney and that defense, they will give Deshaun Watson a chance. And I think this division is going to be a, a muck division. I think they're all going to be seven and nine to nine and seven. So, how, what more perfect scenario than Tennessee to square up their record at two and two and drop the Titans to two and two? I think they went a close one at home. I'll say twenty to nineteen. Talking about rivalries, you have the Steelers at the Ravens. Probably the best rivalry in the last 15 years. Uh, Steelers in the road, favored by two and a half. Look, the Ravens threw up a dud in uh, Great Britain, and the Jaguars put a whooping on them. I think the Ravens will seek revenge. Um, Steelers also, look, it, it would favor the Ravens if the Steelers won last week against the Bears. But because the Steelers lost to the Bears, I think the Steelers get really up. All the controversy. Um, with the anthem stuff, I think it's going to unify them. I think they go into Baltimore, and I think they win a hard-fought battle. These games are always brutal. I'll say Steelers 24-20. The Ravens are not that explosive, and Macklin's a little banged up. Le'Veon Bell finally gets 100 yards. I agree with you, the Steeler fan, but I think your Steelers are going to put it on the Ravens. I think the Ooh. Ravens have been revealed for being just an average to below average offensive team. Their running back is by committee, and they're not any good. 
Uh, Joe Flacco, you know, I'm not never been a huge fan of his. And I think that the Steelers just have too much firepower. And coming off a loss, oof, they're going to be fired up. So I think the Steelers put it on them. I think they win big. I'll say 31-20 Steelers. Wow. Okay, another rivalry. AFC West, maybe the best division in football, just like the NFC North. Raiders at Broncos. Uh, Broncos are favored. The defense is, you know, just absurd and ridiculous. Raiders, that dud that they put up against the Redskins, I can't fathom that would happen two weeks in a row. I got a sneaky feeling the Raiders steal one on the road. Even though the Broncos lost to the Bills, I don't think Trevor Simeon is that legit. I do think that the uh, Broncos can score on the Raiders' defense, but I think at the end of the day, the Raiders find a way to outscore the Broncos. Close game, 24-23. Raiders win in my high. So Amari Cooper has to catch the ball. I have not seen – maybe Terrell Owens is the epitome of of a superstar talent that doesn't have outstanding hands. Amari Cooper, for being a very, very good receiver, doesn't have the best of hands. It's crazy. He drops the ball too much. So uh, they will eventually get back on track with Cooper and uh, and Crabtree on the outside. But I just think this Bronco team is too tough. And, And unless you get them into a shootout, I don't think you're going to win in Denver. They're both coming off losses. They're both fired up. I think that the home field advantage uh, still plays a lot in Denver. So I think Denver wins a close one. I'll say 24-23. Let's get to the college football. Sunday night football is kind of a dud this week. Um, Mississippi State, number 23, and number 13, Auburn. Look, I thought Georgia would take care of them. They did. I think Auburn has proven that, you know, they're pretty solid and and pretty for real. The fact that they're at home, I think, will give them advantage. But Mississippi State, you know, they can run the ball. We'll see if, you know, Fitzgerald can, you know, keep up his success. But I think at the end of the day, Auburn at home and a little bit of their running game, we'll see how Martin does. I think they edge Mississippi State. Not a blowout, though. Close game. I'm going to go 28-24 Auburn beats Mississippi State. Uh, I agree. The game is being played in Alabama. So Auburn gets gets my vote there. I think it'll be a close game until the second half, but I think Jared Stidham is the best player on the field. He'll just run away with this game. He'll throw for a touchdown. Got to watch for those interceptions, though. Um, mm-hmm. Sophomores, you know, have some skills. So I'll say Auburn in a close one, uh, 24-20. Look, it's two against 12. Everybody's in love with Virginia Tech. How could you not be? Uh, Jackson, 11 touchdowns, only one interception. Virginia Tech is so legit. But so is the offensive and defense. I'm going to sound like a broken record. Offensive and defensive line of those Clemson Tigers. I think they go on the road. I think Kelly Bryant running, um, you know, passes okay. But really the running, but the defense of Clemson is going to put a little clamps on Vatek. It'll be close. I think McLeod might break away and get you one at the end. But I think Clemson winds up edging them out. I'll go 27-20 Clemson over Vatek. 
So I think Clemson's better in all facets of the game. So I think Clemson actually wins pretty big. The game's going to be in Blacksburg, but uh, don't worry, Clemson travels. So I think that crowd is rocking though. I I think thirty to twenty, Clemson takes care of business. So let's get let's get everybody out on this note. We've got one more USC Washington State. This oh, is yeah, a big tonight. game. Sam Darnold, can he finally put that put some chips in the Heisman race? Because you know he's fading away. You get so. I think much, it's all so for Saquon Barkley. Everybody's going with the Washington State upset. Sam Darnold's been inconsistent, but not this week. I think he steps up to the challenge. I think they win big. I'll say thirty-four. 23, USC gets it done. I agree. I agree. I actually don't think Donald is the key. I think Jones is Ronald the key. Jones. I actually, actually, Ronald Jones, I got the two backs. I, got, I think the key to this game is balance. And I think if if Donald wins the Heisen, that means SC's losing. He's putting up too much stats. I, I actually like the fact that he's only putting up, you know, 250 to 350 a game and winning. Okay, that's fair. So, real quick before we bounce, did the Giants go to 0-4 against Tampa Bay? <laughs> Hard to imagine the Giants go 0-4. I, I got to think they find a way. Uh, Eli Manning is too good to let his team go 0-4. You know me, I'm not a Manning fan, but he, he wins underdog games. He wins games that he has to. If they go 0-4, could you see McAdoo getting fired and then going with Spagnola as the head coach? Spags. Nah, they knew Spags. They could have had him. No, I don't. I don't see that. Not in the middle of the season. That's not how the Maras and the and the They don't. Work. They think. don't. But Ray, zero and four with the and if the Jets beat the Jaguars and are two and two. The New York Post, the back pages. Woo! It's going to be man. Amazing. If the Jets beat the Jaguars, I'm I'm never going to utter the words. You know, uh, trust the process because the process <laughs> is get me a new quarterback. Uh, amen to that. Everybody have a, a great weekend. Enjoy it. Be safe out there. And uh, hey, we got to shout out a little happy birthday. Ray's uh, oldest daughter just celebrated her birthday. So congratulations for that, Ray. And um, everybody enjoy the sports weekend. And let's hope it's a quiet, peaceful one and we can focus and enjoy the game. Um, it's been been a rough couple of weeks in our country. <laughs> yeah, true. Get your popcorn ready. Let's just use this weekend as a time to enjoy ourselves. All uh, right. Enjoy. We're out. Peace.